Happy New Year, everyone. I hope your weekend and last week was great. I hope you had a wonderful New Year's. Uh, I know I sure did. I finally got out of the house and ended up with uh, a few friends, and it was a, a nice illegal gathering. Uh, at this point, uh, it doesn't really pay me many mind, but certainly it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> having parties is illegal still, two years later, uh, with no end in sight. Uh, but I hope you also broke the law and had a illegal gathering. Uh, and if you didn't, I hope you enjoyed whatever you chose to do. Uh, at the end of the day, I really don't care what you do. Uh, I just wish the government would share that sentiment. Now, normally, I don't get into it uh, before I get through the news. Uh, it's just that kind of day. The The news... I I tell you what, I had planned this... 2022 outlook episode and when i was planning it it i was a far load more optimistic than i ended up being going into this i had originally seen the trappings on the wall where things were starting to fall apart and though i still hold on to hope that that might be the case uh not as optimistic today as i was last week uh <laughs> quebec has imposed a curfew basically canceling new year's um when they first initially put the curfew back into place again this has all been done before um but when they put it back into place for december 31st uh at i believe it was 8 p.m uh so effectively kneecapping new year's impossible to do but the difference is this time from last time is last time if you had a dog you were legally allowed to take it out and walk it uh, this is the same law that we saw the woman walking her husband on a leash in some fetish protest, whatever you want to call it. Um, they got ticketed, and like, there's a price for being stupid. And I'm all for protest, but that, come on now. Um, but this time around, they did not include the dog walking provision. It effectively made it illegal to walk your dog. Uh Quickly enough, that was blown up on Twitter and social media, and Francois Legault has backed off on that part for now. Although I do believe he's still got a one-kilometer radius you're allowed. It's just insanity. Uh, at this point in time, it is absolute insanity. Uh, and I'm struggling not to curse already, so if I fail at that, I apologize. Uh, maybe not have this one play in front of your kids. Uh, but yeah, we've got rumors that Doug Ford is going to put another lockdown in. We'll see what comes of that. Uh, Arthur Pawlowski in Alberta has now been arrested yet again. Uh, what is the Christmas season without a Canadian member of parliament allowing religious oppression? I like draw all these comparisons to... to crazy dystopian countries that we could never be such as china or you look back at germany or any any real totalitarian or authoritarian authoritarian sorry uh regime and it it's sad that we're not at the point of comparison now we're rubbing shoulders uh we may not be as surface level evil uh we may not be actively committing uh murder or or violence but as far as the heavy hand of assholes, we are, we're there. 
our leadership, our government, and any any single representative that isn't speaking out, they're all part of it at this point. I uh, like I said, I I tend to be the optimistic one. Um, I just don't see it. I'm losing, I'm losing hope. Uh, and with that, I've actually adopted a new ethos for 2022. I uh, I've for the last year and then some. I have always kind of just done my own thing. Um, I really don't care. I don't. I don't need to push an agenda. I'm screw it. I'm gonna do me, and that's it. I don't care about other people. I, with a, with a practical sense, I don't care what you choose to do. Uh, I, I'm past that a little bit. Uh, I I believe 2022, we're gonna see a little more activist in me. Uh, I think there's a few trajectories I'd like to push. Um, one of them is active civil disobedience. At this point, uh, if you're upset with what's going on, it's no longer okay to just be upset. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to I don't want to shame anyone or call anyone out, but oh, it's rubbers met the road. 2022 is our only hope at getting any of this back. Uh, and it doesn't happen by just hoping on the sidelines. And it, I certainly don't mean uh, storm the Capitol. I don't mean insult your political representatives. But it is time to bang some pots, shake some cages, and, and make it known that it's, it's, we're done. Uh, and if we can't do that, then we're done. It's simple as that. Either people are done in 2022, or there's no going back. I... I I really don't like to be melodramatic or, or exaggerate too much, but it really is that simple. Uh, I don't see it any other way, uh, and I'm sure we'll dive into this one next time we sit down for an armchair episode, but it really, I don't see any other option. This is the year. This is the year we make it or break it. Get the, the rocky music playing as we run up the stairs. This is our only comeback. And so far, it's not looking great. Uh, our heavy-handed government truly may have all the cards. I, I don't know how to look at this any other way at this point. I still hold out hope. Uh, I've got, like I said, I had family members for Christmas change their perspective. Uh, again, it, we've we've neutered this virus in the sense that it has mutated to a way that this is not something we need to be concerned about. And that statement should not be controversial. It shouldn't be controversial or upsetting to say, hey, this isn't bad. It's multitudes safer than the first generation of the virus. And even that was relatively, on a statistical scale, not all that horrible. We have never been facing the bubonic plague. We have never been facing even a 10% death rate. Like... This is all good news, but it's it's gotten to the point where it's so void of truth to say that the Decepticon is dangerous that even the average person can cut through it at this point. Not to mention you've got a vast majority of society has basically been... I don't want to say lied to. Uh, I, I would like to give value, or I'd, I'd like to give the benefit of the doubt where it's should be offered at least. Uh, I, I think when these vaccines came out, 
they had high hopes potentially. And don't get me wrong, there's the whole conspiracy side I'm I'm willing to sit down and listen to, but like just looking at it from ten thousand feet, not picking sides, I think it's reasonable to think that everyone thought these were good, they were gonna do what they said. They were given data from the companies that made them. Uh, we've now found out later that they've they've kind of bastardized the data. Uh, you've seen with Pfizer specifically, they hid and misrepresented uh, one of the severe side effects in their trial data. Uh, I can't think of her name right off the top of my head, but there was a, there was a young girl who volunteered to be a trial participant who's now wheelchair bound and on a feeding tube. Uh, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying everyone that gets that is going to end up that way. But we now know Pfizer itself has suppressed that result. I believe they wrote it down as a stomach ailment and then removed her from the trial. Therefore, they don't have to further report. Um, I will cite that in the show notes for any of you that want to, to fact check that one. Because um, it is a fairly bold claim. But, yeah, without attributing malice to anyone, it's it's clearly not working like they said it would. Uh, when we were given these, we were told they were safe and effective. Uh, we now know they, they aren't as safe as they would let on to be. Uh, I personally know a handful of people that have been injured from these shots, and, again, I don't need to assign motive, malice, or anything. It's just a fact. Whether it's statistical or not... Say it's 1% get injured. Sure, you're, you're helping 99% of people. Uh, 1% is going to get hurt. Okay. And that, that, to me, is where you draw your line ethically between mandates. Cool. I, I have to accept that some people are going to want to take that risk, and that's fine. That's their choice. It will always be their choice. But when you get into mandates that have risk involved, and then you contrast that to the risk they would have without it, that has to be up to the person to make. Um, and we've seen now that they're not safe necessarily. Quote unquote. I'm not I'm I'm not some guy saying that this is gonna wipe out a whole bunch of people. I think that's actually probably the stupidest conspiracy theory I've had or heard. Uh, and if you believe it, sit down, let's let's have a chat. But let's just be logical for one minute. If you were evil, you're a billionaire, you're evil, you wanna thin out the population. Do you really want the ones that fought you the whole time to be the ones that survive? I'm sorry, this isn't that. Just plain and simple, we can call a spade a spade. You can cut that off right now. Um, but nonetheless, like they're they're not working like they said they were. We've we've had the most vaccines ever, and all of a sudden we've got the highest case rates. And I'm certainly not saying that the vaccine causes cases. Um, certainly, we're seeing hospitalizations are are significantly lower, whether it's vaccine or not we've got data from unvaccinated populations that shows this is a mild illness but it's not safe necessarily for everyone and it's certainly not effective so now you've got a whole bunch of people who have been forced into this and quite literally forced into a risk category now um because we don't know the long-term effects we don't we don't even know some of the short-term effects because we're not being allowed to question it we're not being allowed to see it and now you've got a whole bunch of people that are, are realizing it. They're realizing that at, at the very minimum, what they were told wasn't accurate. Uh, and what they choose to do with that after, that's where they need gentle steering. In the sense that like, you don't want them to go off the rails. We want to keep people rational. We want to keep people in the middle. But this is our opportunity to get constructive. Because if 
we don't end this in 2022, we will see boosters four, five, six indefinitely. And God forbid this vaccine passport lasts another year. If it makes it through 2022, it will become social credit bar none. There's already a real risk that it's getting there. But my point is, if it survives this year, it's it's done. It, it, the, the writing's already on the wall, and I'm petrified. And we're going to do an episode on how we deal with it from an individual standpoint. Internally, because eventually you, you have to build up this... Like Solzhenitsyn in, in communist Russia, you basically have to find a way to be free within a unfree society. Um if only in your mind, uh, if that's the only escape you have. But certainly we're not, we're not there yet. Uh, it's, we have time to, to just write this ship. But it's going to take organization, it's going to take effort. And I think, from my personal perspective, and, and a lot of people I've had conversations with, I've gone to some of the protests here in London, and I think the biggest problem is, at least the ones in London, they start off with this... Crack bought stuff right off the top. Again, we're back into depopulation and all this. And certainly, we can have conversations about how the birth rate has been falling, whether it's been consequential as a as an unintended side effect of our lifestyle, uh, some of the things we consume, or if it's intentional. One way or another, the birth rate has been crashing. Uh, and, th- and that's that's a place where we can have lots of conversation. But certainly, if you want to stop this, if you want to stop this totalitarian takeover, which we are balls deep in at this point, um, and certainly we all want to stop this. Anyone who knows what's going on wants to stop this. doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. doesn't matter if you've got a vaccine or not. Pe- people that see it, it doesn't matter. They want to stop this. And you're not going to do that if you're constantly spinning conspiracy crackpots right off the top. Uh, there's time and a place to have that conversation if you see fit. Uh, but if you're in a public venue like London Park, and uh, you're standing on a soapbox playing a recording from Anonymous and going on about how Bill Gates is trying to kill everyone and Trump is going to save the world, I'm sorry, but that's not helping you. Uh, the goal should be hyper-focused on strictly stopping these lockdowns and strictly that. Don't don't dive deeper. Don't open any more doors. It's just so frustrating. It's uh, it's maddening to see what's going on. Uh, I actually had a parent talk to. I was talking to somebody with kids the other day, and they said, "Oh well, at least Doug Ford. They only shut down school for two days, come first week of January." And we're all waiting with bated breath to hear them close it completely. Uh, trust us. What like Doug Ford? He could come out Tuesday and say, no, we're, we're going to wait two weeks. Um, but it kind of struck me when this, this parent was like, oh, well, it's only two days. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, that is, that is a trauma response. That is an absolute trauma response. That, that is like a battered wife that says, oh, well, at least, I, at least he kept it under my shirt. I didn't get bruises on my face this time. It's... it's you need to stop accepting things that are unacceptable. Uh, much, I'm very old school traditional in the sense that if somebody asks me, or sorry, if somebody thanks me for holding the door for them, I don't know, something in me goes, why are you thanking me? That, that is the default. 
the default should be that you do the right thing. That's how I was grown, grown up, and yeah, you say thank you out of respect, but when somebody does something averagely good, uh, they get praised in social media, this is where the whole virtue thing comes in. But, yeah, you don't get thanked for doing the default thing, and you look at how Doug Ford's given two days off for kids just to be safe. Uh, you don't get thanked for stealing two days of education from kids. We now know 100% there is implicit damage we do to kids when we keep them out of school. And you're you're destroying the lower and middle income households by trying to make them, okay, now, now parents have to take two days off work or they have to find daycare with short notice. Um, and that's not cheap. So for what? What is the point of having two days off? You sent test kits home to kids. Uh, certainly wouldn't be used in my household. Um, but nonetheless, if, if I had a sick kid, yeah, here, we'll swirl this around your nose. Um, but if you're not sick, as we've known for the last two years, if you're not sick, you're, you're generally fine. Asymptomatic spread happens. It's very rare, though. Um, and with kids, it's we haven't seen mass outbreaks in schools. And if they've got Omicron, okay, we have an b- outbreak of people that will get over it. Uh, certainly protect the ones that are vulnerable. It's always been that way. Uh, lock down all long-term care homes with testing. So your, your vaccine does nothing. Um, so do passive testing to get in, see grandma, get a test. I, I don't know any anybody that would say no to that. That's a reasonable imposition. Hell, I'll even pay my own test if I can go see grandma, but I can't. I can I can show up to grandma's place with with a negative test done two hours ago. I can't see her because I haven't been vaccinated. I got a vaccinated aunt. She can walk in without a test. This logic is gone, but we're damn well bringing it back. I tell you what, we're bringing it back. Um, speaking of similar along those same lines, we've got uh, Francois Legault again in Quebec. COVID positive nurses are, are now allowed to work. <laughs> so if in Quebec and other provinces, I believe BC's also allowed it. Uh, wouldn't be shocked if we see Ontario brings it in soon, uh, considering a whole bunch of staff is now off due to isolation and, and contacts. But, but they full-on allowed COVID positive nurses to work in a hospital. So that means if, if you're... COVID positive, but vaccinated, you got a job. Not only you got a job, you'll get overtime. You could be COVID negative, proof positive. You could have a test in hand. You do not have COVID, but you don't have a vaccine. You can't work. If that isn't peak, peak authoritarianism, I, it's so transparent. I, I hate to use the red pill, blue pill analogy, but once you see it, you can't not see it everywhere. And it is, it is absolutely repugnant. It is disgusting to see the contradiction. And they, this is the same group of people that yell at you, trust the science. Wh- what is the logic? What is the science behind that? COVID positive nurse, vaccinated. COVID negative nurse, not vaccinated. Equ- unequivocally, one has way less chance of giving you problems. It's just peak insanity, and the question is, how do we get back off the edge? Because that is damn well where we are. We are on the edge. And, yeah, I, I was going in to Christmas break thinking, oh, okay, things are things are shifting. I just, 
and I'm struggling to find the hope. I uh, I like to I like to bring some hope to the table, but uh, so in the situation where I, I really don't have hope, um, that's that's not a that's not a position in life I like to be in. So naturally, myself, I think to myself, how do I how do I make hope? How do I carve my way through this shit mess, this totalitarian crap we're dealing with, and the, the fact is, people have to go out of their way. Uh, I am going to start a weekly email campaign. Um, I don't know if I'll do it on my personal account or if I'll try and get something together for the podcast. If you guys would be interested in joining a mailing list and and doing some advocacy, I'm going to be doing weekly mailers to... Local politicians, um, not just here, but but ones I believe are on that edge that, that may want to speak out. Because that's, I have gotten to the point where I truly don't care for politics. Uh, a year ago, even I, I had respect for politics, and I thought, okay, you can change from within. But the problem is, everyone within, everyone within right now is so absolutely captured. It's it's. You can't change within the system we have today. Perhaps you can change from within a system of a different kind or of a different makeup, perhaps. Um, but but when your biggest outspoken superstar, quote unquote, is somebody like Pierre Polyev, who commonly tweets about freedom, but has not said one word against Aaron O'Toole, has not said one word against vaccine passports, has not said one word against lockdowns. I'm sorry. I truly respect Pierre. I think he has true intent. I think the guy's heart is in the right place, but but I think he's missing his balls. Uh, and that that kind of hurts me to say, because the guy is a dog with a bone when he's got a topic he can push for. Um, but as we've seen with the Conservative Party, there are certain things you can't push for. There are certain things that are unacceptable. Uh Lockdowns being one of them, vaccines being another, um, and that comes right from the top. That is directive from Aaron O'Toole. Uh, anyone who disagrees is fired, removed from the party, and excommunicated. Again, we go back to religion, and their conservatives are no better at it than the liberals. So, you have to be active, and it really is a case of the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Um, we live in a world where left-wing multi-colored hair Karens are basically running the world. Not because there's more of them, but because they're annoying. And people don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with it. And I don't want to have to break the law to get change. I certainly want to have a path to peaceful return of balance. I don't want a one-sided dictate. I don't want the power. I just don't want to be powered over. So, a practical way of how we get back is you have to become the squeaky wheel. Um, you have to outsqueak the Karens. That means incessantly emailing politicians, uh, the ones that you think just need that touch. Uh, I still hold hope that the ones out here, uh, Karen, uh, what's her name? I don't even know. Karen Vecchio. That's how much I care at this point. Karen Vecchio or Jeff Yerk. I still hold out hope that 
deep down, their conservative values are still somewhat in line with where I'm at. They just don't have the gumption to step out. It's risky putting your neck on the line. But at some point, you got to do it. At some point, everyone's got to draw their line. Lest you be considered a sellout for the rest of your life. And truly, that's where we're at. If, if you're treading water against your values, you're a sellout. You have sold yourself out. Um, and the price was way too low, in my opinion. So yeah, uh, and I fully don't expect to get returned emails. Uh, Jeff Yurk has completely stopped responding to me. Uh, I, again, I, I am a balanced person, as, as I hope most of you can understand. Um, I don't babble on conspiracy. I don't I don't rant and not provide context. So every time I make a statement, I, I back it up with source material. Uh, when I say kids have, are being damaged by having masks, I will list three or four links to peer-reviewed studies that show my case. Certainly, you can have studies that show the other side, and that's the thing. We can have discussion. But the fact is, it is not an echo chamber. It is not... This is settled science. It is fine to do this. What we're doing is not okay. The lockdowns. What we're doing is not okay. And they need to hear it. They need to hear it every week. And they need to ignore me every week. Because I'm still going to come back. I'm going to come back. And, and that's what we need. We need a grassroots pestering, really. Uh, you, we can't riot. We don't want violence. Because as soon as any of that happens, it's we're going we're gonna to seal our own fate and justify heavy-handedness even more. So that's not the way to do it. Uh, we're seeing all over the world, protests are getting us nowhere. Uh, you need to be constructive and articulate uh, in a healthy way. Uh, and truly, I think I'm going to run for school board probably, or local municipal election, because the systems are broken, and the only way to fix it is to fix it from within and be the change. Uh, you can't you can't count on other people to change things for you. Uh, we've gotten to a point where everything is just so absolutely broken. The only way to take it back is to stand up. And if there's enough people that think the way I think, then I'll get elected into whatever I sign up to. Uh, and perhaps that's the direction my life has to go. Until then, I will keep doing this podcast. I'll keep having these conversations. Um, because... I can't be the only one pissed off and mad about it. I, I know a lot of people that have a little less hope than I do and a little less direction on how to f channel it. So by having these conversations, hopefully we can empower people to at least point it in the right direction. But looking towards 2022, this year is our year. This is the year that we're going to look back at our kids and say, this is... This is when freedom fell, completely, or this is where freedom rang. Uh, and, and certainly I want to be able to sit on my porch in my rocking chair when I'm 70 or 80 and, and tell my grandkids that this was our fight of our generation. Uh, the generation before us fought authoritarianism on a different shore, uh, on a, in, a, in a physical way. Uh, it really does seem like this generation, we're fighting that same beast but we're fighting it in a much different way, uh, a much more n necrotic way. It's, it's dying from within almost. 
Um, but nonetheless, it's we're all fighting this battle. Whether whether you're fighting or not, we're in this battle. The bombs are going off all around us. Uh, we are we are suffering casualties. Uh, people are are truly dying. People are losing everything. Uh, and it's just so easy to to not realize it and to ignore it to some degree. So with that, I guess we're gonna wrap this one up. I uh, I'm I'm a little hot under the collar. I uh, did have a, a far better perspective a week ago, and then and then all the lockdowns started popping all over the pro- all over the dif- different provinces, and <laughs> people just don't see it yet. Uh, this ends when you stop allowing people to reign over you. Uh, a government only has the authority to govern so long as the people allow it. Uh, and I, I certainly don't mean to speak in a anarchistic way, but at the <laughs> you're going to get to a point where that might be the only option. And I hope we can avoid that. Because civility and discourse and balance is, is key. I've said it a thousand times. I don't want an unbalanced scale in my favor any more than I want the unbalanced scale in the favor against me right now. I want balance. I don't want to be super happy. I just don't want to be super miserable with our politicians. Uh, and on to the last bit. Pay the fee. You guys have been great. I, I cannot say how awesome it's been to see the last month whether it's the ratings or the sharing or a combination of both we have actually grown so much in the last four weeks i can't even explain it um so please keep sharing keep dropping your reviews and uh we're really reaching people because of it so i thank you dearly for all of the things you guys have done and uh stay free everyone
Come and fly away with me. Come, come, come and fly away with me.